You are listening to the Courtship Code Podcast, where we use a combination of psychology, spirituality, and matchmaking industry techniques to help you elevate in your relationships from inside out. And I'm your host, Zara J, founder of BlackMuslimSingleSociety.com, The Match Society, and CaptivatingCourtship.com. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Courtship Code Podcast. Of course, I am your host, Zara J, and I'm very happy to be with you guys for another week. Uh, let's, let's just catch up for a bit. So what's been going on lately? Uh, not much. <laughs> I mean, things have pretty much been the same since last week. I had a wonderful weekend Eid was relaxing, you know, it wasn't anything too big. I hope that those of you who do listen, listen, who celebrate Eid, I hope that you guys had a wonderful holiday. For those of you who listen, who either aren't Muslim or you don't celebrate the holiday, hope you had a wonderful weekend. Uh, right now, I've really been focused a lot on preparing for some special things as far as the progress of not only BlackMuslimSingleSociety.com or the Match Society, you know, the coaching and matchmaking, but also that pivot that I spoke with you guys about some weeks ago and the new website that's opening and the new programs and everything that's going into that. So I'm looking forward to the changes. There are definitely some changes going on. Uh, The Match Manual, loving, loving, loving the responses of the Match Manual that people have been uh, emailing in or DMing. Oh, yes, and the positive responses about the Detox Course program as well. So I thank you guys for not only committing to the work and doing the work, but also sending in email responses for feedback about what you have enjoyed and how it can be improved. So I definitely do appreciate that. So if you haven't already downloaded the digital workbook, uh, the match manual, you can go to the website blackmuslimsinglesociety.com to download the match manual. It's only $10, probably be a great $10 spent because you can sit down and focus, get clear so you can get intentional about the best match for you. You can also go to the website and check out the Detox program, which is a four-week program to help you get to the root of some of your own behaviors during courtship so you can have clarity so that you can move forward. So there's also a $15 off coupon on the website. You type in your email, you get the coupon code for that $15 off, and you can go ahead and check out the Detox program in the workshop category. If you go on the website, it should say start here and then it has workshops. And if you click into the workshops, the deep talks program is available. So go ahead and check that out. But um, other than that, you know, week to week, it's pretty much been going pretty steady. And I am just enjoying the changes. As I said, the things that I'm pivoting towards with matchmaking, with coaching, and just all the blessings that are coming this way, inshallah. So thank you guys for listening, as always. If you've been listening to the Courtship Code podcast, opening emails, and following content online, then I know that you're the type of person who values quality relationships and is ready to break up with your bad relationship habits. 
I want you to go ahead to CaptivatingCourtship.com and book your free 20-minute consultation where we're going to discuss your current bad relationship habits and how working together in our signature Wounds to Worth six-week program is going to help you to heal your emotional wounds, increase attraction, and position yourself with a real strategy on how to start meeting quality partners and attracting quality relationships. So go ahead to CaptivatingCourtship.com and book your free 20-minute discovery call and let's start captivating courtship. So this week I wanted to share with you guys a conversation. It's a little bit more personal because it's a conversation that I did have with a dear friend, but I think that so many would benefit from the advice that I gave her in this conversation. So One thing that really bothers me, and I'm being honest with you right now because I probably didn't say this part to her, but but one thing that tends to bother me when it comes to the courtship process or relationships or marriage or whatever journey that you're on is that people are so focused on the outcome that they don't take enough time to fully embrace and digest that journey that they're going through and really examine themselves in that process and not only examine themselves but to be grateful and I'm not saying this about her because I actually think that she's really great with self-awareness and she does try to examine her own thoughts and actions but of course you know we all slip up we all make mistakes is we're human right so everyone's going to make mistakes in their marriage and their relationships and their courtship it's, it's going to happen and we can't always see ourselves right it's, it's like you're hiding in plain sight but One thing that many people do is they get to this point of giving up. They get to this point of frustration or they get to this point of sadness where they look at other people's relationships and what they're not consciously aware of is that when you're developing a sadness or a a high level of frustration, when you're seeing other people in long-term marriages, long-term relationships, or you're feeling like, how come this hasn't happened for me yet? I want the same thing. You know, I understand that this is just like, you know, the will of God and that this isn't my path, but it just makes me really sad when I see other people have this love that I don't have. That is a very bad and toxic place to be in. And I'm saying this out of love and with love because if you're listening to this or even if you're the person who I had this conversation with, (laughs) I want you to know that this isn't a, a, a moment of judgment coming from me right now. This is really a moment of transparency and this is some coaching going on right now. So just take it for what it is and don't take offense to it, okay? But I need you to understand that when you're in that state, you're in a state of low self-worth. And what you're doing is you're looking at other people's relationship as a reflection of your self-worth. So you're seeing their relationship and you're seeing them as being chosen, as being valuable, as being worthy, as being better than you. And you're seeing yourself 
whether you realize it consciously or subconsciously, as not being good enough, as being unworthy, as being broken, as being damaged, as being inferior, right? And these are really low value feelings, and which means that you'll react in low with low value behaviors and low value actions in relationships and courtships. Because see, that's how we do things, right? When we are choosing partners, when we're showing up in courtship, when we're showing up in marriage, whatever that relationship is, when you feel unworthy subconsciously, when you feel inferior subconsciously, even if you tell yourself on a surface level that you are worthy, that you are deserving, and this is what I want, this is what I desire. But subconsciously, if you haven't gotten rid of that program and you haven't fully detoxed it out of your system and you haven't figured out how to fully become aware and address those behaviors and address those mindsets, then you're still going to show up low value. You're still going to settle with for low worth relationships, low worth uh, courtships, and you're going to do the opposite of what you say, right? All of the things that you say that you want and to say that you're deserving of are going to stop at the tongue. It's not going to go past the tongue. It's not going to seep into the heart and the spirit. It's really just going to stop at the tongue because what's in the heart and the spirit is that you're unworthy and you're undeserving of it. So if you're feeling a void whenever you see other happy couples or you're on Instagram or you're on Facebook and you're seeing these pictures, remember, it's just a snapshot. They have issues too. Okay, I can promise you they have issues. And while you're so focused on the longevity of their relationship, you need to also look at the beautiful moments that you have experienced as well, right? And what I had to remind her And what I want to remind you guys is that the show isn't up yet. The show isn't up yet. It really kills me how so many people get to that point of giving up and believing that something will never happen or so focused on when is it going to happen? How come it hasn't happened? I wish that it would have happened, right? Always in this state of, it's really ingratitude, right? Because your show isn't up yet. So, okay, let's say you're in your 30s or your 40s or your 50s. You could be in your 60s listening to this podcast right now. And you're sitting there thinking, oh, I've never had a relationship that's made it over, let's say, two years or three years. Or I've never had a long-term relationship at all. Or I just wish I would have experienced that 20-year marriage or that 30-year marriage or that long-term commitment. I've just never experienced it. And I just wish that I could experience that. Who's to say that you won't? Who's to say that you won't? The show isn't over yet. Unless you know something that I don't know and you've already got your expiration date on your life, who's to say that it won't happen? So while you're busy moping and feeling bad and feeling a void and these low worth behaviors and these low worth mindsets, your fairy tale could be right around the corner, right? You are 30 some years old, 20 some years old, 40, 50, 60, however, and you still have plenty of time for that relationship. It just hasn't come yet. So let's say for that person who's listening to this podcast that is 60 years old, your expiration date might not be until you are 88 years old. So you meet your partner 
a month from now. And at 60 years old, you end up married for the rest of your life. And you have that 20-some year marriage. At 40 years old, you can have that 30-some year marriage. At 30 years old, you still have time to have that 40-year marriage. Why do you guys get into this place of feeling like the show is over? It's time to pack up and go home when you're still so young. You're still so young, unless you know something that I don't know. Unless an angel, unless, unless you've had a conversation, someone has delivered to you what your expiration date is going to be and you just know that your time is absolutely running out right now. What makes you assume that that long-term love or commitment is not on its way? And that you're just one of the chosen ones that won't have that. You know what that is? That's an agreement. When you think like that, when you feel bad, when you see other people's happiness or when it makes you feel insecure or it makes you feel saddened by that, that is you basically making an agreement that you're not worthy of that and that's not going to happen for you. And when you believe that, even if you tell yourself on a conscious level, if there's anything within you that believes that it's not going to come and that it's not going to happen, your actions are going to reflect those behaviors. No matter how much you try to fight it on a conscious level, subconsciously you will do everything to hold yourself back. You will do everything to exhibit low value mindsets and low value actions. You'll do anything to stay in a relationship that's not going to serve you, a relationship that's not going to get you to that marriage that you want, a relationship that's not going to get you to that long-term commitment that you want. Because subconsciously, that's what you believe you deserve. That's what you really believe you deserve. So it reminded me at that time, and I couldn't, it was so funny because I couldn't get the lyric right. I'm like, it was something like this or this artist. I can't remember exactly who it was. So I I was like putting bits and pieces of a lyric together. But then I, it finally clicked for me. And it reminded me of, here she goes quoting hip-hop again, yes, because she is a hip-hop head, but it brought me back to a Beanie Siegel lyric. Now, y'all, I know y'all probably haven't listened to Beanie Siegel in probably over a decade, which is fine. I was in college when this song came out, and I'm from Philadelphia, so, you know, that's just my thing. But the Beanie Siegel song, Fill It In The Air, and he says which is one of which was one of my favorite lines at the time actually it's two of my favorite lines in that song but I'm only going to quote one but um what he said in that lyric was he says I'm not the captain of the yacht but I'm on the boat and so what I loved about that was that basically in we're going to get into hip hop. I know last week it was Little Kim. This week is Beanie Siegel. Bear with me, y'all. <laughs> so, but I'm going to make it relatable for you so you understand, right? So, for those of you who aren't too familiar, and I'm sorry if you hear construction in the background because they're doing a lot of construction right now. So, bear with me. I'm sorry. But that lyric. At that, what he's referring to in that lyric is his relationship with Rockefeller Records. Now, I'm not about to get into the whole relationship with Rockefeller Records and Jay-Z and state property and all that, even though I could talk about that for days. But Jay-Z was the captain, right? And 
Beanie Seagull's like, listen, like I'm not the captain of the yacht. True, like I'm not running this ship, but I am on the boat, right? While other people are still docked on the land or still back at home, right? At least I'm on the boat. I might not be the captain, but I am on the boat, right? So I'm still a part of this ride. I'm still on the ship. You know, I'm still going places. It's still happening. And I want you to remember that lyric. I'm going to say it one more time. I'm not the captain of the yacht, but I'm on the boat. I want you to remember that line whenever you get into a place of feeling inferior, whenever you're getting to a place of impatience, whenever you're getting to a place of low value thinking, low value behaviors, whenever you are stressed out and just feeling like, man, I just want companionship. I just want a partner. I just want marriage. I just want this to happen. Why isn't it happening for me? And it seems to be happening for everyone else. I want you to remember that you're not the captain of the yacht, but you are on the boat. And I want to give that message even more so to those who have been married before Uh, You know, whether it's divorced or they are just coming out of a relationship, maybe it wasn't a marriage, but maybe it was a relationship, that I just want to remind you that if you've been married before or you've been in some type of long-term relationship, you're probably doing better than most, okay? Even if you've been divorced, even if you've been divorced more than once, honestly, you're probably still doing better, more, um, I'm sorry, better than most. And I say that because let's take, for example, my friend who's, she's in her early forties and I'm like, girl, if you don't look around you, it's really, really easy to get focused on the microcosm of the Muslim community. Or if you are black and you're really focused on the black Muslim community, right? So what happens in the Muslim community is we tend to pay really close attention to those exceptional situations. And you know what? I'm going to take a really quick break right now and I'm going to get right back to you. But we're going to dig into this because I want you guys to really think about this and keep this jewel with you. So let's just take a really quick break and I'll be right back. Because we're so interlaced and it's such a tight knit community. Uh, it's really easy to think that that is what everyone else is doing or that's the norm when it's really not. It's just that you, you have a microscope on society. And what I mean by that is, let's say you have these far and few relationships that make it, you know, 10, 15, 20, 30 years, right? That's not the norm, Those are the exceptions. And when you're so focused on the exceptions, you're missing all the other blessings along the way. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't aim to be exceptional. Of course, you should aim to be exceptional. But you should also be able to fully embrace your journey and have appreciation for that and and be able to humble yourself and step back and be like, okay, those are the exceptions. But when I really look at the bigger picture, I'm not doing too bad. You know, my experiences haven't been too bad. Um, I'm actually pretty happy. And 
my path is okay. Like I'm okay with my journey. I want it to happen. I can't wait for it to happen, but I'm okay with how things have happened. And it's important to do that because the exceptions will have you thrown off. And especially in a community, they tend to put a lot of focus on the exceptions. They tend to put a lot of focus on those far and few relationships that last 20 or 30 years. So let me give you some perspective and some reality check about these relationships. And not so much about the relationships, but about relationships overall. Let's say you're in your late 30s, your early 40s, mid 40s. Uh, and, and you're looking around at these relationships and you're like, oh my gosh, you know, some of my peers have been married for 20 or 30 years. Uh, that's great. And I'm, that's absolutely great. And that's amazing. And I hope that they get another 20 or 30 years. But let's look at the reality of it and, and put a larger uh, scope on it and not so much focus on the microscope, okay? In the greater society... Most people are not getting married at 20 years old, 18 years old, 24 years old. That's not the norm. So it's easy to look at this small group and see those far and few exceptions because there's still exceptions even within that small group, even within a marginalized group. They're still, ex- they're still the exceptions. They're not the rule. Right. Most people are going to end up divorced. That's the reality. Right. Most people are going to go through at least two marriages, you know, before they get it right. Some people more than that. But for most people in the greater society, they're not experiencing their first marriage until almost 40, maybe early 30s, late 20s. But most aren't getting married until after the age of 28 closer to 40. And if you are a black woman or a black man, you're probably more than likely getting married closer to 40. So it's really easy to focus on some of your peers in this marginalized group. But if you expand, what you're going to realize is that you've been married once, maybe twice, however many times, or you've been in that long-term relationship for however many years you had. And most of your peers in their 30s or 40s can't say that. Most of your peers in their late 30s, early 40s have never been married, never been in a long-term relationship, maybe past a year. And that's the reality of it. So if you have ever been married or you've ever been in a long-term relationship, you're on the boat. Whether you're a man or a woman, you're on the boat. You might not be the captain of the yacht. Yeah, you may not have had that 20, 30, 40 year marriage yet, yet, but you're still on the boat, okay? You're still doing better than most. If you're 35 years old and you've experienced marriage before, most 35 year olds haven't. And if you ask most of your coworkers or any of your classmates or your neighbors, most of them probably have never experienced marriage. So you're still doing better than most. And I'm not saying to settle for that or or to give up on having anything greater. What I'm saying is find peace in your journey. Find peace in your journey. Stop comparing. Comparison is the killer. You're only hurting yourself when you're comparing yourself to others. But you're probably doing better than most that you know. I'm telling you. You're probably doing better than most that you know. Your relationship experience are probably better than most. Now, if you're listening to this and you're like, I've never been married. Okay. 
you ain't on the boat yet but <laughs> there's still hope there's still plenty of time but in either case whether you're the captain of the yacht or if you're on the boat or you're not on the boat whatever it is just make sure that you are enjoying your own journey and for those that are on the boat or those who are not on the boat think about are you positioning yourself for what it is that you want Are you positioning yourself for the relationship that you want? What are you doing? What are you actively doing? And are you doing things that are going to give you the greatest advancement in the love and the relationship that you want? Are you playing your part? Are you showing up where and how you need to show up? And what is it that you need to do differently? So I'm going to wrap it up for this week's episode of The Courtship Code. I hope that you guys enjoy that. Make sure that you are checking out us on Instagram. Oh, yes. If you are following uh, on Instagram, BlackMuslimSingleSociety.com or you're following me, underscore ZaraJ, underscore on Instagram, I'm really going to try. Guys, be patient with me. I'm not great with video, but I'm trying. I'm really trying. There are some great videos on our IGTV, and I'm going to try my best on Mondays to go live every week and share with you guys 10 people that are in the database that are a part of the match society that has their profile listed, whatever. I'm going to try to share with you guys 10 people every week, and I'm making my best effort. Because it's not always easy to stay fully on track when there's a lot of things that you're juggling. But I'm going to try to do my best to do that. And if you guys have any questions about the Match Society, uh, the new program, or how anything works, that you guys can meet me on Instagram live. And I'll join you there to answer your questions. Or you can just shoot a DM. But make sure that you're following on BlackMuslimSingleSociety.com so you can have that information about 10 people each week. I'm going to do, I might alternate one week men, one week women. I might do it like that. I'm just going to really briefly talk about uh, 10 options. I'm not going to say anyone's name. Don't worry. I'm not going to show anyone's picture, but just to keep you guys kind of in the know. So um, make sure that you guys check that out. And you can always go to the website to look up the workshops, to look up the uh, match society, one-on-one coaching, one-on-one matchmaking, and check out all that information. And I hope that I will speak with you guys soon. You have a wonderful, wonderful week and catch you later. If you've been listening to the Courtship Code podcast, opening emails, and following content online, then I know that you're the type of person who values quality relationships and is ready to break up with your bad relationship habits. I want you to go ahead to CaptivatingCourtship.com and book your free 20-minute consultation where we're going to discuss your current bad relationship habits and how working together in our signature Wounds to Worth six-week program is going to help you to heal your emotional wounds, increase attraction, and position yourself with a real strategy on how to start meeting quality partners and attracting quality relationships. So go ahead to CaptivatingCourtship.com and book your free 20-minute discovery call and let's start captivating courtship.